Hey Lifehouse family, this is Renee. Today we're looking at Psalm 96. It's going to be such an encouragement for us. We're going to see purpose, uh, specifically purpose for what we're to be doing with our mouths. We're going to see the nature of the Lord God and our response to the revelation of who He is. Uh, we're also going to see um, nature, what creation is doing in the reality of, of who God is. So let's dig in. First of all, verse one says, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. And this new song, actually you have one and I have one. It's, it's the testimony we have of how God delivered us from darkness and brought us into his marvelous light. And your testimony is unique to you. Your story is unique. It's a new song and it, God wants you to proclaim it. He wants you to share and declare his salvation, declare his glory, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all the peoples. This mouth is for the purpose of proclaiming the greatness of God and the reality that the person I was is not the person I am today because God and his salvation. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the nations are idols. Couple things here to apply. Uh, he is to be feared. That is a pleasant feeling of reverence and awe of God. It's, it's not the same fear when we talk about being afraid. Um, but an interesting thing about being afraid, I will see if I can find this little note on the original language. Fearing God is often the motivation which produces godly living. And it also said about when you're afraid, fear can be faced with trust in the Lord with trust in the Lord. So we reverence him and we trust him. We get to know him. And the more we know him, the more we believe him. And the more we believe him, the less the problems of the world are intimidating. So that was, that was a helpful note. And for all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Now the gods of the nations, that is a little G, lowercase g, because there is God the creator, God our Father in heaven, uppercase G. But all the gods of the nations are idols. And you know, we often think in our modern day that we don't have idols because we don't have some little statue thing in our house that we bow down to, or you know, we don't have like a Buddha in our house or some Hindu god figurine, but you know, Idols, I've learned, can be things that are not even tangible. They can even just be desires within us, like even a parent demanding peace. That can become like an idol because an idol requires sacrifice. And if you're gonna berate your children so that you can get this peace that you demand, um, here's a good instance, we all deal with this, uh, fighting for the front seat of the car as you're all, you're all, your household is loading up. And this parent one time said he just started yelling at the kids and he was like, you sit in the front seat, you get in the back seat. And he was just berating them because he didn't want to endure this daily battle. And he said he felt so convicted and, and God showed him in his heart that he made peace an idol 
and he couldn't patiently correct his children. And I tell you what, that was so revelational for me because haven't we all been there? But what are some other idols? You know, I think in America, since it's talking about um, for all the gods of the nations, like I would say in America, we're very rich in entertainment and, and we want to be entertained and we have a plethora of options for entertainment. And not that entertainment is a bad thing, it certainly is not. But anything that competes for our worship of God is, is a God. It's an idol, a lowercase g God. And uh, just for instance, when the um, African Children's Choir came uh, a few years ago and we were one of the hosts of some of the singers of the group and actually we had the choir director with us um, for the course of a few days and we, we agreed as hosts that we would not turn on the television, that we would not um, play secular music in our home, that these children coming in from Uganda, they come to America to bring the light of God um, into dark places and to bring hope where people are discouraged. And they are very adamant as an organization that our lowercase g, our gods and entertainment are not influencing and painting the heart of these children that are ministers of the gospel. So I just think that's such a great example, you know, to ask God to show you and to show me, God, what is it that is crowding out my ability to worship you with an undivided heart? Let's move on. Um, ascribe to the Lord, verse 7. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. You know, this is the nature of God that sets him apart. His holiness is his otherness. He is perfect. There is no darkness in him. And if there's anything that you and I think about when we think about God, let the fact that he is holy God come to our minds first. And then the world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. And this is our hope, verse 10, that this Psalm goes on to talk about God as the judge, and he will judge the world in righteousness. He will judge with equity, as I read here in verse 10, that there is no corruption in God's throne. And as, as Jesus is the just judge, like everything will be brought to perfect judgment on that day. And we rest in that, don't we? So I told you we're going to look at nature uh, and, and its, its role here. It says, let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea resound and all that is in it, let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Then all the trees in the forest will sing for joy. They will sing before the Lord for he comes, he comes to judge the earth. You know, this, this creation, why all the sound? Why all the noise of creation? I want you to know that heaven is so loud with the praise to our deserving God. There is such a, a, a resounding celebration of God who is creator of all that is. 
and how much more should we give him the praise? And I just want us to um, end with prayer and recognizing that this new song is, is our song of salvation. And um, if, if you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, you know, today is the day of salvation. And God just wants you to know that you're his child and you um, are welcomed into the family of God. And only the Holy Spirit can convict your heart to, to understand that indeed your sin has separated you from God, but Jesus paid the price in full for your sin to be removed from your life and for my sin to be removed from my life and to be brought in as a holy and dearly loved child of God through faith in Jesus. So if you haven't done that today, just say yes to Jesus and give God this praise that he's deserving of every day. Your salvation should be just as um, fresh and, and causing you and causing me to give God praise. Let's do that. God, we celebrate your goodness and we do sing a new song unto you, God, for you are the God of salvation. And we thank you for this gift that we could not earn but we receive it by grace through faith. Jesus, the Christ, thank you. Thank you for giving your life to the fullest so that we can come into new life, eternal life in you and be children of God. Father, I pray that we would use our mouths to declare your name and to ascribe to you glory and strength. In Jesus' name. Amen.